Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hello, welcome to episode 29 of the Money Love Podcast. For this week, we are going to be talking all about paying off debt. One of my favorite topics to talk about. If you have not already, if you just came straight to this episode, I would actually recommend that you go and listen to last week's episode before listening to this week's episode. Last week, episode 28 is called Your Debt Mindset. And it really is kind of a precursor to what we're going to be talking about this week. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I would encourage you to pause this go listen to episode 28 and then come back here and listen to this episode because this week's episode, we are going to be talking about some mindset concepts, but it's mostly going to be more tactical. But like I always say, I think it's so important to really get your mindset in a clean and healthy place before we move on to the actions to take, the how-tos. Because if your mindset is trash then you will self-sabotage when it comes to executing these actions that we're going to walk through in today's episode. So go listen there. And I do want to let you guys know that next week on the podcast, we are going to be talking all about credit cards. I have two episodes coming out for you next week. We're going to have our normal Tuesday episode, and then I'm going to have a bonus episode coming out for you on Thursday. But next week, we're going to be talking all about credit cards because next week on February 9th, I am launching my first mini course of this year called Credit Card Clarity, where I am going to essentially give you my blueprint, my systems for how to use credit cards effectively, using them in a way that helps you versus hurting you. And paying off credit cards is a part of the course. So some of what we're going to be talking about today is included in Credit Card Clarity, but just put that on your radar because for those of you that either have credit card debt or you want to use credit cards effectively, credit card clarity is going to be for you. And all of that is coming next week. So I just want to give you a heads up, put it on your radar that that is coming. All right, to kick off this episode, I wanted to share our debt payoff story with you. I know I briefly touched on it last week in last week's episode, and I've also mentioned it in some past episodes. But In this episode, since we are talking about paying off debt, I want to just give you the nitty gritty details of our debt payoff journey. It's something that I get asked about a lot. I know that when it comes to your own journey, we are naturally curious beings. We want to know how long it took other people, what it looked like, the order that they did stuff in. So before we get into the lesson of this week, I really just want to share with you our own unique debt payoff journey so that you can know, first and foremost, that I've been there, right? I'm giving you the advice in this episode as someone who has paid off $98,000 worth of debt But also, I want to give you insight into our journey because I do feel like it looks a little different than most. I'm going to talk about this later in the episode, but when it comes to paying off debt, we get really attached that it has to look a certain way and that the process has to be followed A to Z. We definitely didn't do that. So I want to just kind of tell you what we did. So like I mentioned last week, we had my husband and I combined. So when I say we, I mean my husband and I. Between the two of us, we had $98,000 worth of debt. I had $40,000 of student loans. My husband had $46,000 of student loans. 
And he also had $12,000 of credit card debt from his MBA. Like I mentioned last week, his student loans were from his MBA. He did his MBA full time. He didn't go at night. He wasn't working while he was doing his MBA. My husband actually graduated from college in 09 when the economy was obviously still in the tank. He couldn't find a job. And so he was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep learning and keep going to school. And he just went straight on and got his MBA and was a full-time student there. So he incurred debt from that and was living off of credit cards during that time. So when we met, we had $98,000 of debt between the two of us. Now, we didn't start making progress on our debt right away. The first year that we knew each other, if you know anything about my story, we were actually pretty irresponsible with our money. I blew through an entire year's worth of my salary, just impulse shopping and going to really expensive happy hours and eating out every single meal. And Ryan honestly was right alongside with me doing that with me because we actually met at work. So I met Ryan on my very first day of my first big girl job. That's how we met. And so when I was spending a lot of money, Ryan was usually along for the ride doing the exact same thing. So for the first year that we knew each other, we really didn't make a whole lot of progress on our debt. We were just making the minimum payments. And after about a year, when I came to the realization that, oh my gosh, I have just blown through an entire year's worth of salary, Ryan didn't have a whole lot financially to show for it either. We had this come to Jesus moment where we're like, okay, we need a plan and we actually need to start making progress to get this paid off. Because by that time, we were very seriously dating. We had had conversations about getting engaged and getting married. So we knew it was a long-term thing. And so we were like, okay, let's actually make a plan and start making progress towards this. So the first thing that we did is we sat down and we just made a budget. And if you are wondering, okay, where do I start? How do I make progress towards my debt? You have to start with a plan and your budget is that plan because you'll have money coming in and obviously a portion of that is going to be going towards paying off your debt. But you will have other expenses, obviously. So you have to have a complete picture of all of your expenses plus your debt and use those numbers and inputs to make yourself a good and solid plan. We'll talk about this more in a second. What we did is we came up with a plan and we just started making progress towards our debt. And I would say that we were fairly aggressive in paying it off. We were not, do not get me wrong, we were not all the way balls to the walls gazelle intense, beans and rice, rice and beans. We were aggressive towards it, but I'll say this, we still had a life. Also during this time, both of us were still contributing towards retirement, which I'll talk about in a second, but that's something that I want to mention as well. We were contributing to our 401ks during this time, and we also didn't just blow straight through it. And here's what I mean by that. There were a lot of life milestones that we encountered along our debt-free journey. The most significant, I would say, is us getting married. So we had to pay for, I would say, about 90% of our wedding expenses. So rehearsal dinner, wedding, honeymoon, engagement ring, we had to cover about 90% of the expenses when it came to our wedding. So we were paying off our debt, but then we had to pause. We had to pause making progress towards our debt and just go back to making the minimum payments because we knew that we wanted to get married. We knew we were going to have to pay for that. And so we started building up savings to pay for that expense. Then we went back to paying the debt. We paused our debt payoff for a while because we knew that I wanted to go back to school at night on top of my full-time job and get my MBA. So we paused, went back to making minimum payments, saved up for that, and cash flowed my MBA. 
we paused when we knew that we wanted to buy a house. So we bought our first house when we still had debt. Again, went back to making the minimum payments, built up a down payment for a house, bought the house, went back towards paying off our debt. So that whole process took five years. Now, if we had just gone full-fledged to the debt, said we're not doing anything else but paying off our debt, yeah, we could have paid it off a lot quicker than five years. But we were really in the mindset of, we still want to live our life. Our 20s is a decade of our life where a lot of milestones are happening. There's still a lot that we want to accomplish. And we didn't feel like we had to sacrifice and choose one or the other. I really believed that we could do both. I was like, okay, we can make progress towards paying off our debt and we can still accomplish all of these other financial goals. Now, like I said, there was work to be done because yes, it took longer, but in the meantime, we were still able to accomplish a lot of those other financial goals that we wanted to. So that is our story. A couple of things that I want to point out here is that we were contributing to retirement the entire time. I'm going to talk about this in a second, but I am so glad, so glad that we did that. It was stop and go. So we'd make progress toward it. We'd pause it. We'd do something else. Then we'd go back to it. Then we'd pause it, do something else, then go back to it. It was kind of up and down, but we did not let our debt stop us from accomplishing other financial goals. So that is our journey. I believe that every debt payoff journey is going to look different. It's going to be unique depending on how much debt that you have, the income that you have to put towards it to pay it off, how aggressive you want to be during that timeline, but that was our journey. Now, in this episode, here's what I want to do. I do want to touch on a little bit of mindset stuff and just the energy that is going in towards paying off your debt. But then I want to talk to you about a couple things. I want to talk to you about pace, and then I want to talk to you about your action plan. The first thing that I want to bring to your attention, and I really want you to be paying close attention to as you are paying off your debt, is I always want you to be tapped into What is the energy that I have that is behind paying off this debt? Now, I'll tell you, this is what I see a lot, and this is just me being very honest. I see a lot of victim mentality behind paying off of debt. So what I mean by that is it's a lot of, my debt has happened to me. Why is this happening to me? Why do I have to deal with this? Why do I have to pay this off? Again, it's very much so a victim mentality. And the first thing that I want you to know is that you are not a victim to your debt. The honest reality is that you have created your debt. The debt that you have created is a result in your model that has been created by actions that you have taken that can be linked back to a mindset that you've had. But again, this doesn't mean, I'm not saying like, oh, if you have debt, that means it's your fault. This is a result that you've created. Like we talked about in the last episode, we don't have to make this mean that you screwed up or that you've made a bad decision. But the reality is, is that the debt is there for a reason. It has been created by you. And so because of that, there is no reason to act like you are a victim towards your debt. And trust me, listen, I, I get it. For those of you who want to sit there and argue with me about like, well, my parents took out the loan. I didn't have a choice. Listen, the exact same thing happened to me. My parents took out student loans under my name. If you know my story, I didn't even realize that they existed until after I had graduated from college. I started getting letters in the mail from lenders about student loans that I didn't even realize that I had. 
So I'm with you. It can be very easy to act like you are a victim to your debt, to say, well, this wasn't my choice. I didn't consciously make this decision. But I want you to question how that mindset or belief is serving you in any positive way. I think once you really think about it constructively, you'll realize that it doesn't. It doesn't serve you to be a victim towards your debt and to act like your debt has happened to you. Instead, I want you to shift and come into the mindset that your debt has happened for you. Here's what I mean by that. You will start to pay off your debt. And when you do, when you can look at it as, oh, this is something that has happened for me, not to me, it's going to put your mind in a much more curious and compassionate place. So it's going to be able to view your debt as something that is going to teach you something, as something that is going to turn you into a better version of yourself than you are today. So questions that I love to offer to you guys to think about when it comes to paying off your debt are this. What will my debt teach me? What lessons am I going to learn from paying it off? How is this process going to transform me? What opportunities are going to be made available to me through this process of paying off my debt? And one of my favorite questions to ask myself when there's any result that I'm ultimately trying to create is who do I need to become in order to create this result? So you can ask yourself the question, who is the person that I need to become in order to pay off this debt? Do you see how asking yourself those questions from my debt has happened for me is so much more powerful, so much more motivating than why is this happening to me? My debt has happened to me. This isn't fair. I shouldn't have to do this. Now, one more thing that I want to encourage you on from a mindset perspective is this. When it comes to paying off your debt, it's very helpful to be future-focused versus past-focused. So what I mean by that is a lot of times with our debt, we can be very past-focused. It's very natural for us to be because your debt represents money that you have spent in the past. It represents a past decision that you've made. And so what I see with many of my clients is that it can be really easy to look back and solely just be focused on what the debt has bought you, whether it bought you an education or whether it bought you a pair of shoes, right? It doesn't matter. But instead of beating yourself up and being like, oh, I should not have put that pair of shoes on a credit card, I just want you to focus on, okay, the money is spent and now I have this item. That's the circumstance right? There is nothing that we can do to change that. So instead of focusing on the past, I want you to be future focused and say, what is this item going to help me create in the future? What is this education going to help me create in the future? What is this piece of workout equipment going to help me create in the future? What is this pair of shoes going to help me create in the future? If you're looking at what your debt has bought you from that lens, most of the time, for anything, you can find something good. You can focus on the silver lining of what your debt has gotten you. This is going to make me healthier. This is going to make me more educated. This is going to increase my earning potential. This is going to make me feel more confident. I know it can be really easy 
to just default to beat yourself up for what your debt has bought you and to say, like, I shouldn't have bought that. But unless you can return the item, there's nothing that you can do to change that. So again, the question becomes, how can I think about this in a way that's going to motivate me and propel me forward? And I always like to think that your brain always has a really good reason for doing what it does in the moment. Even if it's something that you look back at with more perspective or more wisdom in the future and think, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. I probably shouldn't have spent that money. Something that I always like to think about is, you know what? My brain probably had a really good reason for making that decision that it made in the moment. All my brain was trying to do in that moment was keep me alive and was to take care of me and to keep me comfortable. It was just my brain being my brain. And when you view it from that way, it allows you, again, to drop the judgment of the past, to leave the past behind and simply just say, okay, this is what I'm left with right now in this present moment. So how can I view this in a way that's going to serve me moving forward? And when you can do all of those things, then your debt becomes something that you can pay off from a place of abundance. You can pay it off because you choose to, because you want to, not because you're being forced to, and not because you are a victim to it and you're coming at it from the energy of, I have to, I need to do this. Remember, I've told you this in a past episode, but anything that you're doing out of a sense of obligation ultimately never really has the result that you want it to. Can you do it from the victim energy? Sure, of course you can. That is just as much of a choice that's available to you, but I do want you to know that there is an alternative. It is possible to pay off your debt from a place of wanting to, choosing to. This has happened for me and being future focused on how can I look at what this debt has gotten me and be focused on what is this going to help me create moving forward. Like I said in last week's episode, You can hate your debt away if you want. It's the same thing as hating your body skinny, but it feels terrible. You're going to torture yourself in the process. And I promise you, when the debt is gone, you're still going to feel just as terrible as you did while you were paying it off. Paying off your debt from a place of wanting to, choosing to, and abundance is such a more fun and easy place to pay off your debt. And when it is gone and when it's finally paid off, it's going to feel that much better. So just some mindset things for you to consider as you are going through this process of paying off your debt. Now, let's get into the more tactical areas of this. So the first thing that I want to tell you is prereqs to paying off debt. I get this question all the time. I do feel strongly that there are some things that you should do before paying off your debt because ultimately, I want you to be set up for success while you are paying off your debt. The first thing that I want you to do before you really get focused on paying off your debt is making sure that you have an emergency fund. This is a pool of money that you can dip into should the unexpected or an emergency arise. I recommend having between three and $7,000. If you want more detail on the emergency fund, go listen to episode, I want to say it's 26 or 27. That's called saving money. I talk about it in a lot more detail there. But You need an emergency fund built up before you start paying off your debt because your emergency fund is going to be your buffer if and when stuff comes up 
on your debt-free payoff journey. The last thing that we want to have happen is for you not to have any savings, any cushion at all while you're paying off your debt and then something happens and then you don't have any money to pay for it because guess what happens in that scenario? You end up going into more debt to pay for the thing, which just counteracts all the effort that you're trying to make towards getting your debt paid off. So when you have an emergency fund, we can ensure that that won't happen and you can continuously make forward progress. So I recommend that's the first thing that you do. The second thing that I'm going to recommend that you do, and I know that this counteracts a very popular personal finance voice out there, but I am going to encourage you to start saving for retirement while you are paying off your debt. Here is why. Like I told you, this is something that my husband and I did, honestly, kind of by accident. I'm not going to play it off that this was a super intentional choice that we made. But when we both started our jobs, we each started contributing to retirement and we just kept that going. So then when it came time to pay off our debt, we just kept contributing to retirement in our 401ks. We didn't stop that. And I'm so glad now that we are a couple years removed from that process that we did. Now, yes, I understand that you contributing to retirement during your debt payoff journey will mean that you have less to put towards debt which means that it's going to take you longer to pay off your debt. But this is the epitome of being longer-term focused and making decisions that serve you much better in the long-term versus just getting the quick fix and the instant gratification and doing what feels best in the short term. The money, especially if you are young, which I know a lot of you who listen to this podcast are in your 20s and 30s, By young, I mean, if you have a lot of time to be saving for retirement, I want you saving money now and giving that money time to grow. I would rather you take a little bit longer to get your debt paid off and still be saving for retirement because the money that you're saving right now for retirement is going to be worth substantially, substantially more in the long term when it's invested versus you taking that money right now and putting it towards your debt and saving a little bit in interest today. Yes, I understand that the quicker that you can pay off debt, the more interest that you're going to save. But when you compare the two, when you compare to this is how much interest I'm going to save by not making retirement contributions and by putting that money towards my debt versus having that money invested for 20, 30, 40 years, The amount that that money is going to turn into longer term down the road, like I said, is going to be substantially larger than the interest that you're going to save today using that money to pay off your debt. I know it can be hard to make decisions that cause more pain in the short term, but I promise you your future self 20, 30, 40 years from now is going to be thanking you that you did this, that you were contributing to retirement while simultaneously paying off your debt. So those are my two prereqs to debt. Make sure that you have an emergency fund that you can dip into when the unexpected occurs and start saving for retirement. Now let's talk about pace, the pace at which you are going to pay off your debt. I'm going to tell you something right now that might blow your mind, especially those of you who maybe are a little bit entrenched in the Dave Ramsey world or what I hear from a lot of you guys is that you grew up in households where Dave Ramsey was... God, essentially, when it comes to managing money. I talk to a lot of you who you're like, my parents worshipped Dave Ramsey. And so those principles are pounded into you of 
being super, super aggressive. He calls it being gazelle intense, paying off your debt. So I'm going to tell you something a little different here. You do not need to be in a rush to pay off your debt. I'm just going to let that sit with you for a second. (laughs) I know some of you might be like, what? You do not have to be in a rush to pay off your debt. Let's break this down a little bit. The first thing that I want to offer to you is that for me, whenever I catch myself being in a hurry to make something happen, to create a certain result in my life, it is always a flag to me that I need to check in and ask myself, what am I in such a hurry for? And usually when I ask myself that question, it's because my brain is trying to convince me that a future moment is going to be better than this present moment, that there is better than here, that there isn't going to be 50% positive and 50% negative like here is. But then I always have to slow down and remind myself, okay, Paige, something that I love saying to myself is it never gets better than here. It's 50-50 here and it's going to be 50-50 there. And I know that when you hear that, you might not believe me, but please take it from someone who has experienced this personally and who has talked to many other people who have told me that they had the same experience with paying off debt, is that the human experience, as long as you have a human brain, it is always going to be 50-50. It's going to be 50-50 when you have the debt, and it's going to be 50-50 when you don't have the debt. Now, the 50-50 might look different. The set of problems that you have once the debt is gone might be different than the problems that you have right now, but it doesn't mean that just because you get the debt paid off that you're going to be able to escape the reality of the human experience, which is 50-50. What I see with a lot of you when it comes to debt is that you think you have to be in this huge rush, in this huge hurry. And it's funny because when I first start working with coaching clients, they think that as their money coach, I'm going to tell them like, hey, we need to get this debt paid off ASAP. But if they have other goals, for instance, a lot of my private coaching clients have a desire to start a business and they want to invest in starting a business and they think that they can't because they have debt. But to me, I'm like, listen, I'm like, let's look at this mathematically. If we have $1,000 and we're trying to decide $1,000 towards debt or $1,000 towards starting a business, you putting that $1,000 towards your debt is going to save you X in interest, whatever that number is. But if we can use this $1,000 to start a business that then can start generating you a couple thousand dollars every single month, the payoff on that far exceeds the interest that you're going to save by putting the money towards debt. And it's like this light bulb moment where they're just like, oh, I just thought that I had to be in a hurry, in a rush to pay it off. Again, going back to the Dave Ramsey, we think that we have to be gazelle intense. We just think that that's what we have to do. We have to go balls to the wall, beans and rice, rice and beans. We can't have a life until it's gone. Now listen, can you do that? Of course you can. If that is your choice and you intentionally make that choice and it feels good to you, but is it a requirement? No. In fact, purely from a mathematical lens, being gazelle intense, is it the choice that leads you to having the most money in the long run? No, it's not, actually. The amount that you're paying on your debt in terms of interest is much less than if you take that money and you invest it, like I said, over a span of 30 to 40 years. Now, I understand that you're not a robot. (laughs) 
None of us are robots. I know that your brain isn't a computer. And most of the time, the emotional reasons that we have to do something outweighs the logical reasons that we have to do something. So I completely understand you having an emotional desire to pay off your debt because you feel the emotional burden of it. But remember, when you can do the work, when you can do the work to adjust your mindset around debt, if you listen to the last episode, that burden that you feel, that stress, that worry that you feel, it's not actually coming from the debt. And I want to remind you about that. It's coming from your thoughts about the debt. And I really want to make sure that you're making that distinction. So if you decide, I want to be really aggressive paying off my debt, I want you to be clear that, okay, the only reason that you want that is so that ultimately once the debt is gone, you will have a different set of thoughts that cause you to feel differently than you feel now. But that's the reason why you're going to feel differently. Your thoughts, your thinking, not because the debt is paid off. And oftentimes what I find with my clients is that when they make the shift and they make the realization, oh, this worry, this stress, this burden that I feel isn't actually coming from the debt. It's coming from my thoughts. So instead, let me choose a pace that mathematically makes the most sense for me to hit my financial goals. Let the numbers tell me what to do and I'll manage my mind in the process, I can't tell you how many times that's happened. So when it comes to the pace of paying off your debt, you get to decide. And really, there is a spectrum. There's a spectrum all the way from, I'm just literally going to make the minimum payments on this thing until it's gone and paid off, whether that takes 10, 15, 30 years, or I'm going to aggressively throw every extra penny that I have towards it and get it gone ASAP. And I want you to know that both are perfectly acceptable choices. They are both available to you, but many of us just don't realize it. You think that you have no other choice but to be gazelle intense, to live off rice and beans, to have no life until it's gone, like Dave Ramsey has told you to. And some of you need to hear this, okay? Dave Ramsey is not Jesus Christ himself, (laughs) but some of you act like he is. I'm not kidding. I can't tell you how many times I've asked One of you are asked a client, like, why did you make that decision? And the answer is because that's what Dave Ramsey tells you to do. And I want to just remind you that Dave Ramsey is a man who is giving financial advice to tens of millions of people. He does not know your unique life, your unique goals, your unique situation. So if you want to take some of his principles and then make them work for you, fine. But Because Dave Ramsey says so isn't a good enough reason. And I'm going to challenge you on that, to think farther than just what Dave Ramsey is telling you to do when it comes to paying off debt. He does not get to decide how quickly you pay off your debt. I do not get to decide how quickly you pay off your debt. You do. Now, the last thing that I want to say on pace is this. Oftentimes, we try to pick the option that is going to free us from having to do our work. We try to pick the road that is the least uncomfortable. But listen, the work is going to be required either way, whether you decide to go full-blown gazelle intense or whether you just decide to make the minimum payments until it's gone. I was telling one of my coaching clients this. We were trying to decide the pace that we were going to pay off her debt. And I had to remind her there's going to be work regardless of which road that you pick. 
You cannot escape it. So stop fighting against it and just embrace it. Welcome it in. Because when you can embrace it and just welcome it in and know that, oh, the work is going to be along for the ride either way, it's going to make the process a lot more enjoyable and a lot more purposeful. And here's what I mean by that. If you go gazelle intense, you're going to have to be making a lot of sacrifices. There's going to be a lot of things that you can't spend money on. You're going to have to be saying no a lot to a lot of things. So there's a lot of mental work that has to be done there. If you decide, listen, I just want to have a life. I just want to make my minimum payments. I want to use extra money to invest in other things, invest in myself, invest in a business, invest in actual securities, and let my money grow that way. There's work to be done there as well because it's going to take longer for the debt to be gone. And oftentimes what I find is work needs to be done on your debt mindset of having it around, of releasing the burden of it, of not making it mean something about you, of detaching all of the morality from it. So there's work in that camp as well. So I just want you to know there is no road, there is no option that you're going to be able to pick where work isn't going to be required. It's going to be part of the process either way. But you have to decide where you want to fall on that spectrum of your pace. But the biggest takeaway that I want you to take from this is that it's up to you. And just because Dave Ramsey says so isn't going to fly here. I really want you to think beyond that. Look at your unique individual situation and say, what makes sense for me? And what do I actually want? What are my unique goals and priorities? And what pace is going to align best with those goals and priorities? So the last thing that I want to talk you through in this episode is just the method that you can use to pay off your debt. I do encourage you to pick a method because it just helps you have structure and it helps you have a plan. There's a couple methods that you can choose from. I'm going to walk through a couple. The two most popular are the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. The debt snowball has been popularized by Dave Ramsey, which essentially means that you pay off your debt from smallest amount to highest amount. And this is more psychological in nature. The reason that he has you do this is because you are paying off your smallest debts first. They're the smallest and the easiest to pay off. So you have quick wins in the beginning to get you excited and to keep you motivated. That's the debt snowball. There's the debt avalanche, which means that you are paying off your debt from the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate. This is what my husband and I actually did. And when you do the debt avalanche, typically what you start with is credit cards because credit cards are the highest interest debt. Then typically you move on to student loans or personal loans that you have. And then you usually end with a car loan because in the consumer debt spectrum, car loans typically have the lowest interest rate. So that's the avalanche method. There are other options as well for methods to pay off debt. Another one that you might want to consider is paying off your debt from the highest monthly payment to the lowest monthly payment. So sometimes it is beneficial to focus on, I want to get my loan paid off that is sucking up the largest amount of my income every month. So you could attack your debt from paying it off from highest monthly payment to lowest monthly payment. There's also an option to pay off your debt from the loan that you are paying the most interest towards. So Not necessarily the highest interest rate, but the highest interest amount, if that makes sense. So you're going to pick your method, whether you want to do snowball, avalanche, or something else, like the highest monthly payment or the highest amount of interest that you're paying every month. 
But the important part is just to choose it and stick with it. After you've chosen your debt payoff method, the first thing you have to do is sit down and write down all of your debt on a piece of paper or put it in a spreadsheet. I want you to write down every single loan, who the lender is, what the original loan amount was, what the current loan amount is, the interest rate, the minimum monthly payment, the due date, all of the information for all of your debts. Once you have everything written out, then you're going to order it appropriately depending on the method that you chose. So if you chose the avalanche method, you're going to order your debts from the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate. I call this your debt lineup. So it's kind of like a lineup in baseball. The lineup tells you the order that all the players are going to bat in. Your debt lineup is going to tell you the order that you're going to pay your debt off in. The debt that's at the top of the lineup is going to be the loan that you are focused on. So what you're going to do is you are going to make minimum payments on all of your loans because we don't ever want to fall behind on meeting our minimum debt obligations. So I would recommend going in and setting up automatic payments for all of your debts to make just the minimum monthly payment on all of your loans. That way the work is being done for you. You're not having to exert that time and energy every month. You have the peace of mind and the reassurance to know, yes, okay, every single month, all of my loans are at least getting paid, meeting the minimum debt obligations. Then what you can do after that is decide an extra amount that you want to put towards your debt. And again, this extra amount will be based off of your pace, how aggressive you want to be. The more aggressive you are, the higher this extra monthly amount is going to be. And so what we do is we take that extra monthly amount and we put it solely towards the loan that is up to bat. We are not going to spread it out across a bunch of different loans. We're not going to do a little bit on this loan and a little bit on that loan. We are just going to put 100% of the extra amount that you have to put towards debt towards the loan that is up to bat, that is first in your lineup. And you are going to do that until it's gone. It's done. It's paid off. Then you're going to move on to the next loan. And all of the money that you were just putting towards that top loan is now going to move down and go towards the second loan. It's just going to build and build and build on each other. You are going to work your way through the lineup until all the debt is gone, until everything is paid off. Doing one loan at a time, putting all of your effort, all of your energy into the loan that's up to bat. Once it's paid off, moving all of that into the next loan and into the next loan. Now, I am going to point you to a very, very helpful resource that is free. It's on the internet. I think it's a fantastic tool not sponsored. I just think it's incredible and I want to bring your attention to it. I used to actually have a debt payoff calculator, but I discontinued it because I found this resource and I thought it was so fabulous that I was like, okay, people just honestly need to be using this instead of using my own calculator. It is a website called undebtit.com. U-N-D-E-B-T-I-T.com. It's free. You do have to put in your email, but it's free. And essentially what you can do is you go to undebtit.com, you make your account, put in your email, then you can input all of your debt. So you put in all of your loans and then what Undebtit will allow you to do, they have seven different payoff methods that you can choose from. They have Snowball, they have Avalanche, they have highest monthly payment, highest interest that you pay. They have a hybrid version between Snowball and Avalanche. It's crazy. So what you can do after you put in all of your loans is then you pick your payoff method. 
And the cool thing is, is that you can experiment. You can say like, okay, what is it going to look like if I do the snowball method? How long is it going to take me? How much interest am I going to pay? Versus what is it going to look like if I do the avalanche method? How long is that going to take me? How much interest am I going to pay there? You can put in your actual numbers, tell the calculator how much extra you want to be putting towards debt every single month, and then you can play around across the different payoff options to figure out which one is going to work best for you. And after you do that and after you pick one, Undebted will also have your lineup for you. So Undebted orders everything for you to say like, hey, under the snowball, here's your lineup. Under the avalanche, here's your lineup. It basically does all the work for you. All you have to do is put in your loans and tell the calculator how much you want to be putting towards your debt every single month extra. And then the calculator will give you all the information to make a really solid plan an informed decision while paying off your debt. Again, it's undebtit.com. It's just a website that you go to. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So that is what I have for you this week. A couple main points that I want you to take from this episode is really be conscious of the energy that you have towards paying off your debt. I know that a lot of you think that you have no other option but to be stressed, to be worried, to be a victim towards your debt, but you don't. It is 100% possible to pay your debt off from a place of gratitude, appreciation, and abundance. After that, you get to decide the pace, and I want you to intentionally choose the pace that you want. Don't just choose the pace that you think is expected of you or that you think you have to have. Because some guy out there who's giving generalized advice to millions of people says so. Think beyond what you have been socialized to think. Think beyond what you have been programmed to think or what your parents tell you that you should be doing. Pick the pace that works the best for you. And after you have decided on your pace, then it's time to make a plan that aligns with that pace. So pick your payoff method, get your lineup. Use the Undeadit tool, and after that, start making your plan to make progress to get that debt paid off. All right, that is what I have for you this week. I sincerely hope that you enjoyed it. And listen, can I ask you a favor? If you have been listening to and enjoying the podcast, will you do one thing for me? Will you go and hop over to iTunes and leave a review? It would mean the world to me. Again, it really just helps the show gain visibility. More people can find the work that we are doing here. If the podcast has helped you, inspired you, motivated you in some way, it would just mean the world to me for you to take two minutes and just leave a review so that others can find the show. That's all I have for you this week. I will see you next week where we are going to be talking all about credit cards. I am so excited for that discussion. I love you so much. Have an amazing week. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hey, girl. If you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in overcoming overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, the student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled, purposeful, and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's 100% risk-free. 
you have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.